Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello and welcome to the Transformation for Success show. I hope you're having a fantastic day. You know, I'd like to first give a big shout out to my entire West A family and to my worldwide fans of the Transformation for Success show. You know, I want to thank you all for your love and support, and I want you to keep those emails coming. You know, today I have a wonderful guest on my show, Miss Althea Ledford, who is the well-known founder, editor, and chief creative officer of E! Magazine. Yes, E! Magazine, which is today's female executive and CEO of ETM Media Network. This is a magazine that she founded and designed to help women find their inner voices and power. So today is such an important day, and I want you to stay tuned as you not want to miss this discussion with insights about how she found her own inner power and voice. You know, success is usually the progressive realization of a worthy goal or idea. But, you know, unfortunately, many people do not even take the time to develop a worthy goal or an ideal to strive for. So, really, as such, their their success is limited to what they sometimes observe others having or doing. So, today, I am so excited to have a woman on the show who realized that she had a worthy goal and an idea that she advanced for success. So I want you to call your friends, tell them to listen in live, or they can download the show later for their listening enjoyment. And they can call in, if those of you who might be listening live today, at 1-888-346-9141. I am live every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Empowerment Channel and on Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Women's Channel. You can access me for questions, comments, or subjects that you'd like me to cover on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You know, one of the the great benefits of this show is that you can download previous Transformations for Success show interviews through my website, transformationforsuccess.com. Don't forget, that's transformationforsuccess.com. So please welcome your emails and your questions. Don't hesitate. If you're shy, write me because I'd love to hear from you. You know, it's a joy really, to help people around the globe with the transformation stories of my guest, along with their strategies for success each week. Now, today, this is a very important day because in the United States, this is our voting day. So for those of you who are listening, get out and vote. And by tomorrow, we will have an announcement I'm sure to make. But whatever we know, who selects the leader? And it's God himself. So we are prayerful and careful. And those of you who have not voted, get out and vote. You know, uh, I have come to really kind of understand that anyone can consist, uh, consistently produce levels of success with results on a regular basis. All you have to do 
is to decide what it is that you want, believe that you deserve it, and put it into action. Some of the success strategies that are shared by my guests on this program. So today for many of you, and particularly you women and men who need to be motivated to action, this is the show to listen to today. Now to my guest. Hello, Althea. Welcome to the show. (laughs) How are you? Girl, I am so excited to have you on the show today, and I want to thank you for taking time from your busy schedule, because as I mentioned, and I couldn't help myself, this is voting day, and for Mm -hmm. people all over the globe, I know the world has been watching with bated breath as to what's going to happen in America. So thank you for taking the time. But you know, um, I, I want to share a bit about you, Althea. Althea, as one of the women I really most admire, and I, I mean that from your heart, you've worked very hard and, and very seriously <laughs> for 20 years in the financial markets and strategic business development. And I know you as a very, very smart woman. <laughs> uh, you also founded the Gateway Book Company, which is a publishing and social media company, and that with all of this experience that you've had in business development and business development technology startups, you are absolutely a woman to be reckoned with. But you also worked as a stockbroker. You've worked for numerous uh, high-profile individuals. And actually, you graduated from the Peter Drucker Graduate School of Management. And not only that, but you had the honor of being asked by Peter Drucker to uh, opened one of his classes with a lecture on expert systems. You know, <laughs> that's quite an honor, Althea, and I, I really applaud you for that. Thank you. you have a master's in management of information science from Claremont Graduate University and SysStat School of Information Systems and Technology. Wow. And an MBA from the Drucker Graduate School of Management. You know, it's very interesting, I find, to find a woman from Uh, this perspective of designing systems and software and an analytical software that helps to facilitate cognitive recognition of high-volume data, hyperdynamic or complex data. Now, for many of us, we don't understand what all that means, but you do. But 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 I think the most important thing, too, about your background and finding your niche as an editor of this magazine. So I I tell you, I am enthralled today, really, to have an opportunity to discuss with you how you moved to new directions in your life and actually changed your career trajectory to become the editor of one of the most popular online magazines for female executives. And listeners, just so you know, this magazine covers business, technology, global issues, lifestyle, fashion, food, and wine. So this is a magazine that I'm going to, at the end of the the show today, give you access so you can get this online magazine. You know, Althea has written numerous books. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about is some of those books she's talked about, and particularly, um, What's Your Vision? And how she has helped women, many women, um, come up with a life of their dreams using vision boards. So, Althea, again, welcome to the Transformation for Success show. And I want to thank you for making such a remarkable contribution to a large community of women all around the world who have nothing but positive things to say about you. And certainly, you have been a blessing to me. So, thank you so much. 
thank well, you as well. <laughs> thank you for having me. And I, so your show has been an inspiration to me and you as well. Tremendous inspiration to my whole life. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, you had an early life, I know, and I want to just know, just sort of like what motivated you to begin your journey of exploration out of, you know, business and technology and all of this that moved you into what you're doing today. Well, I was, um, I was in a gifted program when I was in elementary school, and I was always odd, so I thought I couldn't use the people around me as examples. So I would read and I got one of the books I read that was really, really significant was Jonathan Livingston Siegel. And that book, there was one phrase in the book. And I still remember when I first read it, that it was, I was in junior high school and in the book, the, um, one of the phrases were Jonathan, you don't have to fly with the flock. You can be your own bird, which it seems like a small statement, but it just kind of released me that I don't Mm -hmm. have to fit in. I can be whomever I am. So I don't have to shrink to be, with everybody else, I can actually step out and be who I am. And that start that actually was what launched it when I was in uh, junior high school. And, you know, I think that's wonderful because so many women, do you feel that there are a lot of women who are afraid to sort of launch out? Oh, yes. Uh, step out into yes, the deep? Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's success is a scary thing because you actually, saying what you want, setting your goals, and then following up with them requires you to stand up in who you are, which means you might stand up above higher than the people Mm -hmm. around you doesn't mean anything is wrong with them but you have to be all that you are called to be and sometimes that means being having less friends being less popular or being alone but you have to the sooner you can hear that voice and answer it the better off you'll be and if you're taller moving faster or going in a direction that nobody's actually there yet then you have to have the courage to do that. So women, it is a scary thing to be successful, and it is a scary thing to stand out. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you have difficulty with uh, women or girls, you know, um, you know, sort of making fun of you or giving you a hard time because you were tall? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you didn't have that. <laughs> wow. Are we still on you. break? You're going you to ask me that off a break? <laughs> Look, I, I, I had a, a really terrible time growing up at 13 i was five eight with a size nine uh, shoe so yeah, i was five was, six and i had a size nine shoe and my, my, my mother kept saying my god how she kept thought she was so afraid i was going to keep growing mm-hmm. and and i then i had my appetite kicked in it was just a really bad situation it was like oh my god <laughs> but tell me you know i know you were very very smart uh as growing up out of high school though what motivated you to go into information technology and systems management and you know because it's a lot of math and a lot of people are afraid of math and you know calculating mm-hmm. and absolutely abstract thinking so how, mm-hmm. how did you happen what motivated you well i wanted to be I saw I wanted to either be I wanted to be a doctor or an attorney or I wanted to be something that had a title because I felt that I, I wanted that identity. And so I couldn't stand blood. So I, the doctor <laughs> part was out and then I didn't like arguing. So the attorney part was out. So that would left me with. But I did really understand stock markets and movement. And I did understand about I was good at marketing and getting to people to understand new ideas. So that's why the stock brokerage part was, was great. And then even beyond that, it was even more interesting was going into innovation and finding new companies and bringing new companies public. That was all very exciting because it was just 
uh, helping somebody birth their vision. So it all worked together. I just thought it would be fun, and I thought I would mm-hmm. make a lot of money. I did not take into account the stress involved with it, but it was a very uh, that was a very interesting chapter in my life. Well, was there a specific person in your life that's inspired you uh, growing up, a teacher or a mentor? Yes, there were. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say it was... Uh, this is a long time back, but Jacqueline Kennedy was a really big inspiration uh-huh. to me. And um, and I never thought about color. So when I would look at anybody, I just would see the person. So uh-huh. Doris Day was another one. Betty, these are movie figures, but powerful women uh-huh. that played powerful roles in movies really impacted me. So I was really <laughs> always paying attention to women in power was synonymous. Mm-hmm. And I, and they were like a group set apart because it wasn't super popular. Um, you know, when I was mm-hmm. very small, it wasn't super popular to be powerful. But everybody mm-hmm. that I admired was a very powerful woman. So and to this day, that's all I'm really, friend-wise, that's who I'm actually attracted to. You know, that's interesting because when you, when you said that, I was reminded who was a role model? And, you know, I had mentors and teachers when I was growing up, but do you know who I was really fascinated with? And I just like, oh, my God, I want to be like her. Loretta Young. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, she yeah, had the yeah. Loretta Young yeah. show. And when she would come out, oh, my God, poised and beautiful. And I said, I want to be like that, like Loretta yeah. Young. So it's interesting oh, yeah. exactly. how and I'm just sort of uh, confirming that, mm-hmm. yes, there were movie star figures that probably had a role in a lot of women's lives much more than they would really want to give credit to, no yes. matter what color you were, you know, yes. because I didn't yes. see, like you, I didn't see people in terms of color. I just saw this woman that was beautiful and poised, and oh, I was just so, you know, uh, admiring of her, her yes. grace and her poise. So, but tell me, uh, did you ever dream as a little girl that all of this, what you're doing today, would come about? <laughs> yes. When I was little, honestly... <clears throat> He saw the movie Annie. I thought that my rich parents had forgot to come back and pick me up. I always thought I was rich. I just thought I wound up here, but someday they're going to come and get me. I always thought I was famous. I always thought I was rich, and I'm catching up to what was in my mind. But as a child, I always said, I don't even belong here with these people. I don't know why I'm here. And it would be so funny because my mother would go, she would speak to me, and it's like, oh, darling, your parents will come back. You know, she would just talk to me that way, and I was going, I, I go, and I don't know why I got it, but it was just this air of, and I maybe have been the movies, but it was this air of, I am somebody special. I'm temporarily here, but I will get to where I'm supposed to be since little, since early as I can oh remember. Oh, my goodness. It's hilarious. Uh, well, no, I think, you know, if you, if you believe in yourself and you believe that's what you are, you become mm-hmm. what you believe that you are. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> I, so I think the job is that you really had that input uh, yes. in you, and I guess it was just within you, God-ordained. Yep. Well. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest risk that you can think of uh, in your early life that you took? I think the risk. Uh, well, I've always been I've always been uh, vocal, so that has never been mm-hmm. a problem. So the thing is that it's, um, just telling the truth. I've, the, when I I tell telling the truth, my truth has always been my biggest risk because it usually is contrary to what's what's going on in the world. And, um, but I've always felt that I needed to, it was important to speak out and especially in situations where you had to speak for somebody that couldn't speak for themselves. So I was always, would always step up to speak out for the underdog and it could be anything like it could be bullying in elementary school or anything like that. I would always step up and say something 
and then be prepared to protect the person that was getting, you know, the victim. And so it was always important for me to, to be fearless. Uh-huh. And, and sometimes it's hard to be fearless when you're little, but I really would go out of my way to make sure that that happened. And so a lot of times when I would do things like that, my mother would always, she definitely would come and back me up. So uh, that probably encouraged it even further, but I, I was not afraid to speak to authority in terms uh-huh. of what needed to happen. I would be speak on behalf of the children. I would speak on behalf of the group because I just felt that change wouldn't happen unless you opened up your mouth. And I, I don't know where I got that from. But I, I was going to say, where do you that. think you got that from? I have no idea. <laughs> but, <laughs> no but do you, idea. You know, do you think that there there might be some sort of a connection with how today you're helping women to find their voices? Oh, yes, and definitely. gain their power? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, it, well, you I know what? Pe- We're going to talk yeah. about that when we come yes. back after break. I want to hear more about Althea Ledford, the wonderful woman who's editor of the E Magazine for today's female executive. CEO. Okay, we'll be right back, listeners, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to my show today with my guest, Althea Ledford, editor of the E-Magazine, which is today's magazine for female executive CEOs. And you know, one of the things I wanted, forgot to plug is that she is also director of the National Association of Female Executives of Los Angeles. And later on in the show, we're going to talk a little bit about NAFI and its global coordinator, who is Robbie Motter. Someone give a shout out to Robbie. Uh, but basically, uh, Althea, before we went on break, we were talking about, you know, you having this voice at such a young age and you were the advocate, I'm going to use that word, uh, for all of these, you know, kids that were uh, bullied or were having difficulties and you would speak up. My question is, you know, I've met a lot of people who had that sort of that 
you know, way about them by speaking mm-hmm. up. But sometimes, you know, people who speak up can be kind of rude or mm-hmm. they it's very um, destructive. It's not mm-hmm. constructive. Mm-hmm. So what what do you think is the difference? I think when you're talking a problem solving or your people, you're interfacing with people, it's mm-hmm. always easier to reach a resolution if you use kindness and you use gentle words and you are appealing to their to their their bigger self. So once you don't go on attack mode, and I, I don't know why I figured that out early on, but once you go on attack mode, because um, I remember as a little girl, I would talk to people and they would kind of give me a look. They would smile because uh-huh. they weren't expecting me to say what I said. And then I was also trying to be very diplomatic, but I'm a kid. And they understood that and recognized it and things would, would they would come together. So they would actually help me, encourage me to keep doing it that way. But and that has carried on to my adult life. If you are kind and you, you know, etiquette is always appropriate and then um, mm-hmm. diplomacy is always appropriate. So if you can figure out how can we collectively move in the right direction, it's far easier than going to, going to bat because if, right. if everybody fights, nobody wins. Right. And, th- and it's wonderful to have that voice. And I, and I know that about you personally, uh, <laughs> that you are straightforward uh, and bold to say what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's great. One of the things that um, i am always been intrigued with women uh, who are doing some of the things that you're doing, how prepared were you for some of the biggest challenges that you had to go through? Because, you know, life uh, gives all of us, we have challenges. I like the word challenges rather than problems. Mm-hmm. And how do we overcome those? How prepared were you when those challenges came? I, I, I was I was unprepared enough to be I was ignorant enough to to try to do it, and then prepared enough to struggle through. So it wasn't I wasn't completely prepared, mm-hmm. but I thought that I could do it. I had enough mm-hmm. of the basic skill sets. This has been in, this has been in many situations. The basic skill sets to challenge mm-hmm. it, and then I always knew if you don't step out there, the way life is, you you make the step and then you grow into it, and then that that next step prepares you for the next one. So you have to launch out. You're not going to ever be completely ready, but you right. have to be willing to start. And then once you start and are willing to learn and adjust, you will grow into your, 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 your role. Right, right. You know, um, I always am intrigued about uh, challenges because they come to all of us. And so it's not what, what happens to us. It's how we respond to it mm-hmm. um, brings about success. So h- how has the way you've uh, tackled your challenges uh, in the way that you've done them, um, figuring them out along the way. Has that affected your? How has that affected your performance and success? It's it's been my great the, everything that I've ever really gotten worthy, mm-hmm. worthy, true life changes and beautiful things happen to me have been because I actually opened my mouth and said something. If I and so I or I took a step and did something. So mm-hmm. the, I, I I think you have to have also an intuition as to when it's the appropriate thing to do and what to do. But if you have to follow, I think the best way to describe it is is intuition. If I can interject here, Queen Elizabeth, when she was, before she became queen, she prepared for it. And so while she was still, uh, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. older sister and the, the, the oldest daughter, um, to I think it was King Edward, she 
she said she, one day I might be queen, and she put it in her mind that she needed to prepare for it. And mm-hmm. I always felt one day I will be very, very wealthy, and I prepared for it, and I'd have to know how to manage all the aspects of what that actually is. And so that's why I took that on early on in my life and then, you know, deviated sometimes, but actually mm-hmm. always knew that I was going to do it. And I think people have to know that about themselves, where they're going to go. Well, you know, I, I have often heard, and I'm not sure who was the author of this saying or, or where I got it from, but it resonated in my spirit just now that preparation is the key to opportunity. Yes, yes, yes it is. And so, but, I, but one of the things that uh, I found that, and I'm sure you found this too, why, why are so many of our young women and some of the seasoned women, I mean, sort of stuck uh, in terms of uh, not wanting to move ahead or get comfortable uh, in their their situations. What is your motivation to encourage and uplift women who are seemingly stuck? And maybe they're not preparing for that opportunity. I, I think it's, uh, my motivation is because I, I I do understand being stuck, and you can get stuck very easily just. Mm-hmm. Just being in a woman's role in life, you grow up, you have children, you have a husband, mm-hmm. you have a household a job, you become stuck by having to be the hub. And by mm-hmm. being the hub, you tend to, uh, you tend to stay in place and, and put everybody first instead of yourself. But at some point, you get released. Uh, and, and it sometimes happens all at once. Sometimes, it, sometimes you, you, you find your dream parallel to being responsible for everything else. However it happens, you have to ultimately blossom out and be who you're meant to be. You're not meant to just be the titles of all the things that, mm-hmm. that are attached to you. You have to be more than that. So the inspiration, just every single call I've ever made to every writer, is every single call, they, get, they do something for me as much as I impart opportunity to them. They tell me their story, and it's in, it's, each one of them are incredible. I haven't talked to anybody that has not had a very difficult journey to get where they are. Right. And I appreciate knowing that I think I am the only one, but no, everyone's having a difficult time reaching their dreams. Yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of work. It's, it's really hard work. Yeah. You know, um, I, I want you to share how uh, e-magazine uh, came about and, and what gave you the confidence that you had to, to start this work, being the editor of a magazine. Wow. <laughs> well, it caught, well, I saw the movie The Devil Wears Prada, so I had it in my mind all the time. But no, really, Robbie Motter uh, invited me to be the director of NAFI at Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And so that was a fantastic opportunity. And then what I did was I started calling all these women to come to speak to the meetings. And then I had dozens and dozens of fantastic women to speak. I only had one meeting per month. I had already published five books. I already had a publishing company, and I had already done a bunch of other uh, graphics and all kinds of other things. Um, So all of my collective skill sets prior to um, getting there helped me have the confidence to start the magazine. And then um, when I, so then I just said, I'll have the magazine so that the extra women that, not the extra, but the other women that did not get a chance to speak at NAFI could write articles and it would be fun. And then it just expanded from there. And wow. so I thought I'll use Vogue, um, Martha Stewart and Wall Street Journal as my template mm-hmm. magazines. And I pulled from them and a few others to come up with uh, e-magazine. So this was just something just was born out of a, a, an experience that you had as a director That's of NAFI. It. That's it. That's what it is. Wow. Now, you had published uh, books and articles and, uh, before, 
uh, mm-hmm. that ranged from, I, I know, children to social and business issues. So you had a, a bit of a background uh, in publishing mm-hmm. and writing. So. Yep. So that was that was a skill set that you possibly already had. You know, I find mm-hmm. it interesting how the things that are within us that sometimes we don't really recognize and how they're able to be pulled out and used and to advance us on our purpose. Do you feel this is your purpose, that, that you're walking in your purpose? Yes. I feel this is one of the pieces, and it's, it's going to open up a platform of, of, uh, of content, a platform of interaction. It's very powerful to be able to reach out and influence. Hopefully, one day it'll be three, four, five. Five million people, ten million mm-hmm. people. But as you grow, you know the ability to speak. This is this is today the modern day version of speaking truth to power is having access to people and having access to give them information, and this is extremely powerful. So it's the platform for the next step. So I, who knows what's behind the next step? But mm-hmm. being able to contact and reach out and talk to people is very very important, and then start minds changing towards human humanity to start correcting itself. And I think the theory behind the magazine is that we humanity people can mm-hmm. if given the right information and the right inspiration and thinking in terms of being, you know, thinking for the godlike mind, mm-hmm. people can actually change and make a better make better society. So that's one of the the goals that we have also is to for humanity start healing itself. How do, you, how do you find your writers? I mean, I know a lot of them do NAFI, but how do you really, uh, you know, do you recruit them? How do you actually? Uh, I, I go on social media every single day, and I look uh-huh. for really good content. And whoever is branded well, has a wonderful, mm-hmm. interesting story. I, every single day, I look at hundreds of people, and then I call and reach out to 100 people a week. And then I wind up with 20 wow. interviews. And yeah, every every single uh, except for the last few weeks, I've been working with uh, something else, but uh, uh-huh. Savion. But prior to that, I had been I have been uh, calling one hundred at least one hundred writers a week, and that's why I've got fantastic writers. But it's because I look through so many people. Wow. Well, you know, when I and going through this magazine, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's a beautifully laid out magazine. There are many, many insightful and interesting articles in the magazine from all these beautiful women. Um, what's some of the feedback that you receive from your writers and your readers about this magazine? Well, the writers are always thrilled. They're, they're thrilled to be in the magazine. And now all I'm actually doing is uh, connecting myself to like-minded people because certain people mm-hmm. just get the magazine and certain people don't. But the ones that get it, once you dig, delve deeper, we, there's some kinship in terms of opinion. And I've got some advocates that are all the way in the Netherlands. We've got them in Australia, Canada, UK, Africa, everywhere. We have writers. And women's stories are very similar, which I didn't realize that as until I started speaking to them. Despite being in a different country, they mm-hmm. resonate with each other's stories so they can share stories and share solutions. And then it made me so appreciative of being in the United States because of our we have freedoms that other women don't have, and they're trying to get past it. And I, I, sympath, I can empathize with their struggles. So it's really it's eye-opening and humbling at the same time. But it's all been positive. It's all been a wonderful experience. Well, I actually love this magazine because it reaches so many women in various mm-hmm. careers and, mm-hmm. and all over the globe and those who are aspiring to various careers. Mm-hmm. But what do, you, what do you find that some of the challenges that women across the globe are facing today? 
Uh, not being invisible, because women, even in the United, any, it doesn't matter what country it is, just based on our role mm-hmm. in our genetic role of bearing children and uh, taking care of a household, we have to balance it out. So uh, in the United States, we actually have more choice, but mm-hmm. women, the, the, your duties can kind of cover up who you actually are. Your duties and your roles may be separate and apart from who you are and who you are inspired to be. So I find that them, them not sinking into um, be, becoming indifferent or turning, becoming invisible and be, not being heard. That's what the com- I think that's the common Is most, that a common uh, thread? Yeah. That their voices are not being heard. Yes. What What do you think women want to say? I think women bring on uh, a different. They need to be at the table making decisions. They need to be power mm-hmm. brokers. They need to be in the place where they actually come to the table. Uh, for example, with ETM Media, we oftentimes you go to major uh, networks. You see financial discussions, global issues. You see two women and eight guys, and they are like, "We'd be lucky we gave you two women at the table." We're fifty percent mm-hmm. of the population. Women should be fifty percent in the problem solving process. We bring a different holistic appreciation to problem solving. We think differently. Um, in Africa, they have, um, when, when, when men or villages can't get along and they get to the point of they're about to fight, then the women come together to talk. And the reason women come, and get, come together to talk because it's our blood mm-hmm. that's going to be shed and we have a different opinion. Is, is, it, is it worth all of that to the point I'm willing to risk the life of my child? Most of the time, the answer is no. So mm-hmm. women bring a different perspective. They bring in, if they see something being torn down, we're automatically thinking of how to, to put it back together. If we see hungry children, it's not those children or those people. It's my children. We think collectively. We will feed mm-hmm. all the children. We think about it that way. So we think differently, and we need it at the table at this point to, to solve some of the problems. Well, you know, it, it's interesting because... Um, there, there are a growing number of women in this country, and of course now we're faced on the brink of maybe having yep. the first female president in these right. United States. Mm-hmm. And when we look back, all the things that she has gone through just with this political, um, you know, with this whole political drama that's yep. been played out. But, but one of the things that I've been troubled about for some time, and that's that there are so many women in uh, in America from different uh, ethnic groups that are so discouraged and unmotivated in today's climate, yet I find that it's a little difficult in reaching them to invest in themselves first, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. success to me is internally defined. And a lot of uh, women I know look because that's the world we live in, social media and all the things that are attracting us are success for many of women is defined externally. So uh, I, I have, you know, sometimes not sure that that comes out as we look at it from a global perspective, because I know uh, in some countries, women are really invisible. They're really not viewed as players at the table. Right. But, um, but then again, how do we reach more women to go on that journey of inward discovery, because I think that's where we find ourselves and discover our dreams to have our voices. 
I think through programs such as the one you're doing, the Transformation for Success and then your television show, these are ways, and we need more like that. People, women need to encourage, like, you know, the Bible says mm-hmm. I, I encourage myself. Women need to encourage each other. We need to support each other. There needs to be networking where we actually are, you know, sharing and mentoring and growing and communicating and, and not isolating ourselves. So that is that is a part of our development, our social developmental mm-hmm. process that we have to grow into. We have been at odds and taught to be at odds for years. You know, we um, get quickly, if, for example, if there's two seats at the boardroom or three seats at the boardroom, they feel like mm-hmm. it's, they're doing you a favor. And then we fight each other to get there versus going back and saying we need half the boardroom. We need to be represented equally. We have to find our voice and collectively stick together to make change. And we're, we're getting there, but we're not there yet. I don't, I don't know if we've actually made a lot of progress in the last 20 years. Well, I, I think there's a lot of a lot of things that uh, we've got to prepare for as we enter into 2017. So, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about um, what has been your experience with some other things with this magazine. And while we're going to be right back, listeners, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. There are many challenges associated with recovery from any issue. By building a support system of friends, family members, and professionals, you can overcome these challenges. Tune in to Rise Radio with host Randy Havison. On this program, we'll bring topics to the forefront like addiction, self-esteem, leadership, relationship building, and other topics to empower you and your support system to achieve a greater level of personal growth. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Young on Transformation for Success, and I am here today with my guest, Althea Letford, who's the editor of E-Magazine for Today's Female Executive and CEO of ETM Media Network. You know, each month this magazine comes out, it's a monthly publication, am I right, Althea? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. It's a monthly publication. Uh, publication, and we're going to talk about how you can access e-magazine, and it is online, 
And it is absolutely wonderful. And it's uh, I've talked to Althea about how she accidentally started this this magazine <laughs> with a background that she's had as a stockbroker. She's been in technology, a business, a systems planner. And she has been this uh, analytical expert, I would call it, in software <laughs> and hyperdynamic or complex data. Now, many of us don't know what that means, but actually... Althea, I can just say this. If listeners, you're just tuning in. She is a smart, brilliant woman who actually made a career change um, to become the director of the National Association of Female Executives in Los Angeles. Through that experience, became the founder and editor of this wonderful magazine that is global, and it's doing some wonderful things. So we've been talking about uh, women and how uh, the writers and how she's been able to interview writers and to really um, have some of these wonderful women write these wonderful articles and they're from all over the globe. Uh, I just want to put a little plug in here, Althea. I had an article in there this last month and the second <laughs> edition is coming out <laughs> yes, on women, female power brokers. So yes. it, it was interesting how uh, I wrote that because I too am so passionate about empowering women women. And if we can do it through magazines, through uh, seminars, workshops, whatever we can do. And not, we're not leaving the men out, but <laughs> we mm-hmm. love you men. But mm-hmm. we actually um, know that there is a commitment to there's so many women around the globe that need help. So, Althea, mm-hmm. what, what do you see ahead in your future? <laughs> Oh, from a professional standpoint. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see. Well, E-Magazine has transitioned into ETM Media, and where the magazine was a monthly publication uh, primarily focused on female executives, ETM Media, it's E-T-M-M-E-D-I-A dot net, ETM Media is going to be daily breaking news, and we will have um, men and women equally represented at the table. And the tagline is news from a balanced perspective. So we are going to have forums. The, the article, obviously, the magazine will be there. There will be mm-hmm. television, radio, affiliate marketing, a shopping channel, and um, social media. So we are going to be a hub for a multimedia uh, platform for giving mm-hmm. out content. We'll be changing our content every two to three days, breaking news. And uh, once we get fully... Um, staffed and running. So there'll be thousands of pieces of content running through every few days. Um, and, and I'm excited because I believe that we'll bring people to see it. We'll start conversations and discussions for change. And instead of where the news used to be uh, entertaining and give all these sound plugs with no solutions, we want to give news media information and content with next steps. So we want people to be able to get together and figure out how we're going to work on the problem instead of just being entertained by drama, which is what we're doing right now. So that's, mm-hmm. our, that's our whole approach. And obviously mm-hmm. featuring women and, uh, and having our input in it is important as well. Well, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. What advice would you give to someone out there uh, listening who might be thinking of pursuing their dream or even the same dream you have? I, I think you got to. You have to do that. If you, I, I think it would be a, it's a travesty if people close their eyes and leave this world without having struggled to bring forth their vision. Because that's why you're here, actually, to dr- deposit and then move on. But if you don't make a deposit, how do people even know you were here? And outside your family, how do people know you were here if you don't contribute something to society that changes lives and goes past your comfort zone? It's your duty to, to chase your purpose, and, I, and you have to do it. I think it's a responsibility. I think you're right, but um, I have a but there. How do you address the people who say, I don't know what my purpose is? 
I mean, some um, people are still saying, I don't know what my purpose is, Miss Letford. I don't know uh, what I want to do. I don't know what my purpose is. Do you, I don't do you know. Get that? I, re- I really do you get have, that a lot? I do. No, I don't. Not because the writers I'm looking for, I screen them out before they actually uh-huh. get to the magazine. But, <laughs> but you don't have um, any writers saying, I'm looking for my purpose. <laughs> no, no. All these writers have got, have got content. They're there. They're got content coming out their ears. They they will have something to say and they're passionate about saying it. But if you don't have something to say, a lot of times people I think when you when you're born, you're born with your you kind of know that you're unique, you come with a personality, you're not just a blank tape. And I think uh, society and parenting, some types and styles of parenting kind of wash away your identity. And if you're a strong enough child, you will pursue and go, like your story, you'll pursue and go past it. But if you're not, some people, some parents kill their ba- uh, children's dreams before they even leave the house. And they, they wander around and say, who am I? Why am I here? So getting back in touch to why you are here, what you're passionate about, what you would do for free if nobody paid you, you would still get up in the morning and do it. That is what your purpose and calling is. And that's what people should tune into. Why am I here? What is, what is my calling? And, what, and, and you should be, your goal should always be to improve humanity or improve a piece of it or a segment of it. Change the world. Is, is, that's, uh-huh. what, that's what we're here uh-huh. to do. You know, uh, I just had a thought about the writers that you have from mm-hmm. all over the globe. Uh, why do you, what do you find most in common with the writers who are not from uh, the United States? There's this there's amazing similarity. Uh, most of the most of the writers that we're talking to now are from an English country, so Australia, Canada, um, India, mm-hmm. uh, Italy. They speak, most of them speak English, but they have very similar. I mean, we could easily transform into some of these countries easily and keep on with our lives. They have very similar similar lives and very similar concerns and mm-hmm. focus. And I think social media has made everybody instant and 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 uh, has kind of mixed us together in a way that we didn't anticipate. We are all kind of one culture. We're global culture, and mm-hmm. there's not there's not a lot of di- outside of time zone. There's not a lot of difference between the women's issues in other countries. Okay, well, you know, because with the with the television show that I now produce called The Total Woman, uh, it is to one of the things that we want to do is to be able to reach out to uh, women of all cultures and many different parts of the globe. Uh, and to talk about issues that resonate with them, but not just issues, but problem solve and to talk about how we can forge partnerships, how we can help each other across the globe. Because if ever a time we need each other, we need each other now. Uh, and yeah. we need to find ways to stay connected or to make that connection. And I think yeah. this magazine uh, serves this purpose of really connecting these writers. One of the mm-hmm. things... Um, had you thought about bringing some of the writers together in the United States and having something uh, mm-hmm. where they all get a chance to maybe meet? Absolutely. <laughs> and as, soon, as, soon as, as soon as you finish your book and all your other stuff, you're going to help me do it. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that point yet because it's, I need to build, you know, build out some other things, but that's the next goal is to bring them together and to um, – I'd like to do something similar to what you did on your Women's Power Broker Conference and then uh, have them problem solve, not just come together to hear each other talk, but to mm-hmm. come together to solve and to release and to heal and to get mm-hmm. to the next level. And to, That's what I would love to see them doing. You can read a book any point in time or go right. to a conference, but to come together to find purpose and strength of the gathering together. Now, another big topic um, 
that I'm, I found in your magazine has been health issues. Uh, mm-hmm. This this whole uh, this cancer, breast cancer, and there are other uh, types of cancers, and there are um, what do they call them? Um, the people who are integrative medicine. You have a lot yeah. of writers who are talking about that. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems that seems to be one of the issues in terms of health. How do we stay healthy and maintain mm-hmm. uh, healthy? Because as a as a and I know that you you think the same way that I do because we're not just uh, being physical beings, but we're mm-hmm. spiritual, we're emotional, we're mm-hmm. and we have a soul, you know, a spirit, a soul, and a body. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have to address those three things so that we are holistically, you know, involved and mm-hmm. working and functioning in that way. I I really wanted to ask you personally it, during the hard times. Um, and when you're pressured and you're under the crunch to get this magazine out, what helps you during those times? Uh, do, you, do you have biblical quotes or motivational quotes that help you during those difficult times? Well, no. Every month is like giving birth, honestly. We have panic time. Everybody doesn't get their paperwork in. It's a mad rush. It's, it's like it's chaotic, and then it starts to just come together. So mm-hmm. it's just like when you have a play. And everything looks wonderful on the front, on the stage. The back end, you have complete chaos. You have makeup and all. That's how it is on the back end of preparing the magazine. Just mm-hmm. just um, everybody in a mad rush to pull their stuff together. But then it takes shape by itself. Every, I never tell people what to write about. I <laughs> pray about what the topic is to be. I pray about the cover. I don't put the cover together until the very last minute. And just everything comes together every single month in an organic way. So we don't ever know till it's done, done, who's going to, you know, how it's going to actually look. So I'm always surprised, like everybody else. We, I just do, we do one page at a time as perfectly as we can, mm-hmm. and then we back up and look at the whole thing, and we're always amazed. So, well, I, yeah. I am just, I am so fascinated with uh, the work that you do and how you do it, Althea, because you're <laughs> constantly getting that magazine out, and you're always working, and you will attend mm-hmm. events, and, and you are there, so supportive of so many women. So I want to thank you. It's been a privilege and a joy to have you on the show today to share with the listeners about your life and what you're doing. We could have said a lot more, but yeah. in the interest of time, I just want to wish you God's blessings as you continue your success journey. And thank you so much for the work that you're doing and its impact that it's had on so many lives and my life included. <laughs> but I'm sorry, listeners, it's time to wrap the show today, but I know you've enjoyed hearing from the very talented and inspiring Althea Ledford. So, I promised if you're interested in subscribing to this magazine, Althea, tell them how they can do this. Oh, you can just go to our website. It's etmmedia.net. So it's etmmedia.net. And the magazine is right there on the front page. etmmedia.net. So that's yes. going to be very simple. So yes. we got a little more time to kind of chat a little bit more about dreams and <laughs> visioning. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so I didn't want to close the show without getting that in about uh-huh. dreams. We got a few more minutes. Okay. 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 So, so now tell me about the vision board and uh cuz you wrote about this and you talk about it and I'd like to you know, maybe close this segment of the show with that. So tell me well, about 
I uh-huh. think you have to write, it's, it's critically important to write your goals down. And when I say write them down, speak them out. And then once you do that, you, have, you hear yourself speak. It's very powerful. And then the second part of that is that you have to believe your own voice. So at some point, you have to be confident enough to say that if I'm saying this to myself, then I will accomplish it. And that's how your voice should be inside. Should, when you hear your voice coming back to you, that's what that should should affect, should have. So pretty much when you put things on a board or, or just put them on, I have a wall actually, you put them, on, put them up and you're looking at them every day, uh-huh. some kind of way it manifests. The, the resources and the solutions to make that thing happen that you're looking for starts to manifest. And that's that. I don't know the science behind it, but it works. And I do it on, with everything. So, so you can actually design your own life. <laughs> yes, so you speak. can. Amen. You can. Absolutely. <clears throat> that's what it's about. Yes. So the other, the other thing I know we talk a lot about is thinking, um, believing and thinking in the words that you say, because the words have power. Yes, they do. So one one of the things that we, you know, we've had so many discussions about this because what (laughs) do I need to learn new? (laughs) That is the question um, that I ask a lot of uh, my guests. Mm -hmm. What do you need to learn new, Althea? Oh, my. What do I need to learn new uh, is I just to enhance. To, okay, I know. To go off into, <laughs> to go into, launch into the deep water and trust God for what he's saying he's going to do and the big vision. Not, not my vision, mm-hmm. but to launch into his vision. And that is far beyond what we think within the parameters of our capability. He thinks in the parameters of his capabilities, which are limitless. So I, to, that's the transition I'm doing now to, to think like God does about me. Well, you know, I have found, and from my own experiences too, sometimes letting go is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Because our, our identities are so tied up with these behaviors. And mm-hmm. that letting go is that deep, deep leap of faith. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that I've had to let go to order to go up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So I just want to thank you so much. There is so much more we could talk about, mm-hmm. about how to create self-care. We're going to talk about that the next time we have you on this show and establishing <laughs> healthy boundaries for yes. women. So yes. again, listeners, if you're interested in subscribing to the magazine, e-magazine, it's E-T. Media.net. Is that right, Althea? That's correct. That's All righty. So I want you to get that magazine, and thank you again for being on the show today. Oh, Althea, you're wonderful, and I love you. Thank you. I love you, know, you too. Thank Walt you Disney once me. said, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. So as Althea pursued her dreams and is still pursuing, I encourage you out there, and thank you for listening. Have a great week, and until then... Be encouraged, be humble, be grateful, and be ever transformed with success. And get out and vote. This is Dr. Young signing off until next week, and I will see you then with another exciting, dynamic guest. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week. 